0: to Life with Hula the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula and yes, I am a daily podcaster here in San Diego. Born and raised, I'm also the father to Two beautiful Mexipino daughters, the youngest one being six years old, the oldest one being eight years old. My six year old is a special needs child, and I talk about her a lot in this podcast, as well as my family life and things going on, especially with my weight, because I am a big boy and I've been on this weight loss journey since the beginning of the year. I'm also that guy that's weirdly into useless facts. So I'm that guy that comes to your office and goes, Oh my gosh, did you hear about so and so and so and so? Did you hear that Big Brother is on and da 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 da? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? So very much all about did you hear? Um I'm that guy and that's what my podcast is all about. It's about me informing you about things you may or may not know. So I appreciate you tuning in. If you are a new listener please do me a favor i can't even talk right there please do me a favor and hit subscribe on whatever podcast um, you're listening to whatever platform hit subscribe and you'll get a daily podcast every day because that makes sense it's a daily podcast so you of course would get it every day anyways i know i'm being a little odd today because it's friday you know what i mean it's friday and with fridays i love ending the show with your friday funny which is a clip where I try to, you know, it's it's, we're going in the weekend. You might as well be laughing into the weekend. And so I have a clip from a comedian. You know him. His name's Jeff Foxworthy, and he has something to share with us at the end of the show. Also, I have your moment of pure happiness, which may help you out, especially during this pandemic, especially if you hate talking with the masks that we all have to wear. And, of course, I have your weight loss update. I wait uh, every day. I've been doing a weight loss update, trying to let you know how much weight I've lost um, since the beginning of the year. So I will update you a little later about that. But first, I've got things to keep you in the know. Your first story to keep you in the know is. Crazy. I think it's crazy. Um, it looks like the LA mayor's okay with shutting off water power to combat house parties and other gatherings. Uh, Los Angeles Mayor Eric Gar- Garcetti announced that he's authorizing the city to shut off LA Department of Water and Power services at houses, businesses, and other venues hosting large gatherings during the pandemic. Um, Starting on Friday night, if LAPD responds and verifies that a large gathering is occurring at a property and we see these properties offending time and time again, they will provide notice and initiate the process to request that DWP shut off services within the next 48 hours. It's what the mayor of L.A. says. The mayor also said this enforcement is not focused on small gatherings in people's homes but on the people determined to break the rules posing significant public danger. And a threat to us all. The announcement came after the county's health department on Tuesday issued a legally binding order banning gatherings following a large Beverly Crest house party that involved people crowding together, the majority without face masks, violating the health officer or yeah violating the health officer order uh, prohibiting parties and other gatherings as a crime punishable by fine, imprisonment, or both. The L.A. County Department of Health said in a statement. L.A. police officers had responded to the Beverly Crest party uh, on Monday after receiving disturbance calls. Though gatherings had already been banned in L.A. County, officers did not break up the party, explaining the music was not that loud and it uh, it was held at a private residence. Officers ended up returning to the residence hours later when a shooting at the party left one person dead and others wounded. While we have already closed all nightclubs and bars, these large house parties have essentially become nightclubs in the hills according to the mayor of LA. Many times the homes are vacant or used for short-term rentals and beyond the noise, the traffic and nuisance, these large parties are unsafe and can cost um, Angelinos their lives. LAPD had previously said officers would crack down on parties on the Hollywood Hills. Many of them hosted in short-term rentals, but the parties have continued across the city. So it looks like the power of shutting off the power, the water, all of that stuff is possible in L.A., which, you know what? L.A. does need <laughs> – I mean, no offense to all my people that live up in L.A. I have cousins and families that live up there, but, gosh, you gotta, you guys got to calm down a little bit, you know? Follow what San Diego's doing. We're chilling out. We're relaxing. Let's just hope that this doesn't become a thing and then, you know, all of a sudden now other cities are doing it. So, L.A., watch yourself. Relax, relax a little bit. Be prepared. Um, your next story to keep you in the know. Nearly 100 people involved in a brawl at a hotel near Disneyland. What's going on with Orange County, LA? What's What's happening? So a brawl that broke out at a hotel pool near Disneyland grew to involve nearly 100 people wednesday afternoon according to anaheim police at least two people were stabbed and another two people were arrested the anaheim anaheim police department responded to the cambria hotel at the intersection of east catella avenue and anaheim boulevard around 12:40 for reports of a brawl um, four officers arrived to find about 40 people fighting in the hotel parking lot as they were attempting to break the brawl they realized they that they were more people fighting in the lobby additional officers were deployed along with deputies from the orange county sheriff's department they were able to break up the brawl and separate people from the hotel and begin an investigation into what happened two people including one minor were stabbed and transported to a hospital for injuries that were not life-threatening oh my gosh what is happening here at least two people other people were arrested at the scene for allegedly fighting in public The fight started over an incident at the hotel pool when somebody pushed a child into the water. Ah, an 11-year-old who was at the pool at the time told KTLA he playfully pushed his little cousin into the pool. His cousin then accidentally fell on a group of girls. They wanted to try to fight us, but we didn't really do anything. It was just an accident. And then that's when they tried to fight us, and they all went to the basketball courts and then got into the hotel, and they started throwing bottles and stuff at us. So it was all based on an accidental push. The hotel's unfortunately not practicing the social distancing guidelines that have been prescribed by the county. So they're gonna start working with the city and county resources to make sure they get compliance from the hotel as well. So the hotel got in trouble because of this brawl. Way to go, Orange County. (laughs) What is happening in LA and Orange County? You guys, as I said before, relax, chill out, relax. All right, your last story to keep you in the know, Poway Unified School District will stay fully virtual through the end of 2020. The Poway School District will remain fully virtual at least through the end of 2020, a decision district leaders had intended to avoid further uncertainty for students and staff during the pandemic. The decision comes following new guidelines provided to San Diego County schools and superintendents this week, requiring the county come off with the state's monitoring list for two 14-day cycles before in-person instruction can resume. Um, Given the desire for stability for students, Kim Phelps, um, the Poway Unified um, Marion Kim Phelps, said the district scheduled to begin a year virtually September 2nd will remain fully virtually through virtual through December break ending on January 1st. Fox 5 was able to speak with one parent with uh, students both in middle and high school in Poway. Um, This parent, uh, she said, I was surprised, but I think it's the right decision for sure. I think any place that there are people gathering, there seems to be some spread of the virus and there are a lot of people to think about, families, kids, teachers, staff, and I'm really pleased and relieved that the school district has come to this decision what do you think about that parents do you think that's a good thing bad thing I mean at least they're aware at least they know and they can prepare for the end of the year I mean I'd rather know instead of like waiting like okay maybe we'll do this until this happens I think um, as of right now like I mentioned before the Escondido Unified School District um, for my daughters they're planning to go to school August 25th for half days for elementary school kids so We'll see how that all turns out, if that's even going to be a thing um, as we get closer to the school year. And those are the things to keep you in the know. Life with Hula will be right back after a message from the Census 2020. Hi, it's Hula, and I'm here to tell you that you matter, and you absolutely count especially in the world we're living in today, because our communities are often undercounted in the census. And this is an opportunity for us to be visible and to stand up for the future of our families. You know what, I bet you didn't know that roughly one in five Asian Americans and one in three Native Hawaiian Pacific Islanders live in hard to count areas. Some communities are especially at risk of being missed, including those that have limited English skills and or are low income. So listen, the census data is critical to our families' futures and the next generation. It helps us get the healthcare, transportation, schools, affordable housing, and higher education that our families need to get a good start and to be successful. So here's the bottom line. The census happens once every 10 years. In 2020, the census will determine how $1.5 trillion of funds are distributed to cities, states, and neighborhoods for jobs, roads, and much more make a difference today and participate in the 2020 census it's easy you can go online at my2020 census.gov or by phone at 844-330-2020 or by mail if you received a paper form remember everyone counts and welcome back to life with hula the podcast um i wanted to update you guys about my weight loss journey for those that are following the journey i have been doing an intermittent fast. Um, I am on day 14, I think. Um, I'm almost halfway through. I started on July 25th, and this is my third time I'm doing it. So at the beginning of the year, I was 294 pounds, uh, 294.1 to be more specific. And I hated the fact that I was that way. I've never been higher than that. I don't want to be close to 300 at all. And I notice my you know, I was v- breathing heavily, I was snoring, it was just not a good situation. And I want to be here for my kids and all of that stuff. So, um, it was fortunate enough that I ended up getting laid off because it helped me to focus more on, you know, my weight loss. And so, the first 40 days I did, I kicked it off on February 26th, um, which was Ash Wednesday of this year, and I ended up losing 35 pounds. And then I did it again, um, right around May 1st and I lost an additional 20 pounds. So now I was like down 55 pounds and I'm doing it again as of July 25th. I've lost um, July 25th. I lost now 8.8 pounds. So I'm down to 232.6. Can you believe that? From 294.1 to 232.6 within January, February, March, April, May, June, July. So almost eight months here. Um, Starting eight months, I've lost (laughs) 60 61 point something pounds um so it's going good uh as i've always said it's the intermittent fast if you want more information about it you can go to episode or season four episode one when i restart the whole intermittent fast i describe what i'm doing and how long i'm doing it for and what supplements and what pills and what drops i'm taking so if you're wanting to to do this intermittent fast it is tough you're fasting you're not you're cutting out one whole meal and you're not eating literally from 6 in the evening to about 12 in the, af- in the you know, the next day. So yeah, so that's a great update. Um, so that's my weight loss update. Now, I did forget to mention this at the beginning of the show, but um, there was um, something that happened on, what day was it? Uh, Wednesday night. I actually, I forgot to mention yesterday's show too. Uh, Wednesday night. Um, I jumped on a Facebook Live with uh, Kramer um, from um, the old radio station Channel 933, which I worked at and he worked at both at different times. Um, Kramer and I became friends. He got laid off around the same time I did. He has a podcast if you want to listen to it. It's amazing. It's called um, Certified Mama's Boy. It has him and his mom, and they are amazing, and they're funny, and he is very much into sharing his life as well. So we—he's been doing this ongoing saga about uh, this event that happened in San Diego, um, where his ex-wife showed up, and there was big drama that was caused. It became like a three-part series, um, and I guest-hosted with him. And so on Wednesday, we decided to do a Facebook Live to just, you know, answer any questions from you know listeners or people who listen to the podcast. Because with podcasts, there's not really—it's hard hard to do interaction, as you know, because. I'm talking and I can't interact with you guys unless you hit me up on social media. Hula SD, by the way, H-U-L-A-S-D. So I just wanted to recap that. We went on um, at 8.30 on Wednesday night and it went fine. People asked us questions as far as, you know, how he felt at at that event and he answered them and he just kind of recapped everything. And then people started asking questions about our radio futures. Um, as you, I mentioned in the er, beginning of the show, I am no longer, um, in the, on the radio. Um, that sounds weird. I'm no longer doing radio. Um, I was laid off at the beginning of the year and now it just seems like there's not really any radio stations in San Diego that are hiring. I, I don't really foresee myself leaving the city of San Diego. This is my hometown born and raised here. Um, I've already left before, not for radio, but just in general. And I have a family now. We're kind of grounded. My girls are six and eight, and you know, it's just. And I'm a lot older, so for me to move is just, I, I just can't think about moving for my family. Um, so with that being said, right now I'm doing this daily podcast. Um, I'm not really doing radio, and I miss it, and it sucks. Um, there are, you know, if you want to be in the radio, it's almost like you have to move to a different state, different city, different, you know situation and I just can't do that so yes the question did come up do would I want to be in the radio business yes I want to go back Um, another question was in regards to AJ and I so so I was on Kramer's podcast and somebody had asked like are AJ and I still friends yes we're still friends yes we talk to each other every once in a blue moon Um, but we're not like calling each other every day seeing what we're doing we do check he checks in he does a better job than I do of checking in um, I've been so busy just being you know the stay-at-home dad working from home now I've just been doing this podcast I just been slammed um, but he's been an awesome person to just he's reaching out and so that came up like why are you guys not friends and I didn't say we weren't friends I just said that we're not like everybody thinks we're BFFs and we're calling each other every day and we're not that's just not a thing that's that's not happening Um, Another thing people brought up is, how are my thoughts about AJ and Sarah Radio? I think it's great. Um, An awkward moment happened when Kramer asked me, you know, why are you not really involved with AJ and Sarah Radio? Um, Because a lot of people have posted on Facebook. I've not really responded. Um, I'll just say simply that I was not asked. I mean, AJ did mention it to me that him and Sarah were going to do this radio thing, um, that they were going to have me every once in a while to be on the show, Um, I don't know, uh, if it's a situation where he's actually paying Sarah because I, or if he's making money off of this, um, because obviously you're going to do something to get financial gain. I mean, you have to, I'm doing this daily podcast. I, if you notice, I did talk about the census. I, I do get some sort of wages from that. But when I first started back in, when did I start this podcast? May 1st, I haven't been making anything. So since May, June, July, I have nothing on this part. it's just extra. It's just for you all to listen to. Um, so um, and I'd always promise that I'd be true here. so that's the thing I, I wasn't asked to be a part of it at the beginning. He did call me and let me know about it. um i I may or may not be on it. Uh, who knows. um he may throw my podcast up there. Um, he may shout out my podcast, but yes, I am not officially a part of AJ and Sarah radio. That's why it's called AJ and Sarah radio. Um, but I wish them well. Um, I, you know, I hope they, they do well. I hope they, um, I'll help a lot of you listen. I hope it's an, it's a cool situation where it's like almost a, it's basically a radio station, um, but via an app. And I think it's rad. I think it's going to be great. And for those of you that, you know, miss us all on the radio, you can listen to AJ and Sarah radio and, uh, you know, tune in. So that's, How I'm gonna leave it with that, people are asking. I'm letting people know. That's my side of the story, all right? So we are walking into our weekend. As I always love on Fridays, I have Your Friday Funny, where I grab a clip from an old comedian or stand-up or something. I don't mean old as in like they're older. I mean old like it's an old clip. Um, And this one's coming from the comedian Jeff Foxworthy. If you don't know who he is, I don't know why you wouldn't know who he is, but he is a comedian. Um, He was very well known for his um, you might be a redneck jokes. Um, This is coming from his uh, stand-up you might be a redneck if, um, and it's talking about single life. And we all remember when we were single. We all remember our first apartment when we were single. Um, And he jokes about it. Here's the clip. Enjoy.
1: Single life is just too hard. single. I mean, not plain broke, I mean rolling pennies for gas broke. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese broke. I was so broke at one point when I was single, the bank sent a guy to repossess my car because I didn't make a payment for a little over a year, all right? <laughs> the guy shows up at my door, great big man, he said, Mr. Foxworthy, I'm from the bank and unless you have $500, I'm taking the Camaro with me." I got mad. I said, 500 bucks? Who keeps that kind of cash on him?" He said, well, you can't write me a check. I said, no, I can A check? <laughs> Hell yeah, I can write you a check. I thought you needed money. Tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and pay the whole thing off right now. I'm going to be a congressman when I grow up. you're starting out in your life, you don't have anything, you don't own anything. It's like the, the first singles apartment we all had. That's about as close as most of us ever come to being homeless as that first singles apartment. That was the apartment you'd be driving somewhere and you see where somebody had thrown an old sofa out on the curb and you are like, Hey, if that baby's there after dark, she'd be in my living room. Find me a board in a concrete block. We got an entertainment center happening here. I put them next to that orange road cone I found. Think back, remember your very first apartment. They were all the same. They, they all had shag carpet. Beautiful green and gold mixed. Tramped down so bad in front of the door you couldn't even rake it back up. And our place was so nasty, every time we'd rake the carpet, we'd kick up a rabbit every time. They're all furnished pretty much the same way. In your bedroom, you had the mattress on the floor, protected by a mountain of dirty clothes, milk crates for nightstands, lava lamp with a permanent glob in the bottom, stolen road sign on the wall, a blanket for a curtain. Out in the hall, it was the mystery stain on the carpet, Budweiser mirror on the wall. Out on the balcony, it was the rusted-out hibachi grill, plant with no leaves on it, bike with no chain on it. In the den, you had the spool. <laughs> Remember this? You get one of those, like, it's coffee table time. Next to that, the $9,000 stereo. We're going hungry, but we've got tunes the stereo, you can turn it on after midnight make the people down the street wet the bed and the beanbag back chair with duct tape on it to keep the shit from falling out of it
0: i hope you enjoyed that uh clip from jeff foxworthy the comedian all right and of course i always love ending the show with your moment of pure happiness This is when I like sharing a story that kind of, you know, ends the show nice, gives you a smile, makes you laugh. Um, This is interesting. This inexpensive new smart mask can amplify a speaker's voice and translate speech into eight languages. So a Japanese robotics company has developed a smart mask that can amplify voices, transcribe dictation, and translate speech into eight different languages. And they will be available to the public as soon as September. It's called the C-Mask. It was designed by Japanese tech startup Donut Robotics. I love that first and foremost, to improve communication between airline workers and supermarket employees during COVID-19 pandemic. The mask, which is Bluetooth connected to the user's phone, is capable of translating Japanese into Chinese, Korean, Vietnamese, Indonesian, English, Spanish, and French. The company originally developed this IA-based technology um, for their cinnamon robot to assist international travels at the airport. Since most of the nation's airports were forced to close after the coronavirus outbreaks, the company applied their software to mass so the industry workers and healthcare providers could speak more clearly from behind protective glass barriers and face coverings. Um, to fund the production of this invention, they launched a crowdsourcing campaign on Japanese fundraising website Fundino back in June. According to CNN, the company managed to raise twenty-eight million yen, which is two hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars in just thirty-seven minutes. After concluding another successful round of cra- crowdfunding in July, Donut Robotics says their five thousand to ten thousand masks will be distributed across Japan in December. Each of the masks is expected to cost between forty to fifty dollars. It's interesting mass because so you'd wear like just a medical mask, and then you put this mask that almost looks like um, it's basically plastic, and it looks like it has like holes in um, in front of it on top of the medical mask, um, and then you speak into it, and it translates, and you can play back the translation on your phone. So. I don't know if you can hear this audio very well. The first part of it is the person is speaking in Japanese, and then they translate. it translates to English on the phone. So here's a clip of somebody wearing the mask.
1: It's hot today too.
0: I'm not sure if you heard that, but the person spoke it in Japanese, and then all of a sudden you heard the voice go, It's hot here, here too. Um, crazy, right? I think it's great um, because there's a lot of times, where <laughs> places I've been at, like when I went to the Lego hotel and you heard, what? Huh? Can you speak up? What? I don't understand you. You're wearing a mask and you're behind a plexiglass as well. This seems odd. So yeah, I think it will definitely help. Um, it's only $40. Um, I know that's a lot. But you know the way the world is working right now with schools going virtual for the end of the year? Like who knows what's going to happen? Uh, moving forward so maybe it's something you want to invest in it's going to be in japan first and foremost and maybe it may come over here who knows and that's your moment of pure happiness all right that's friday's show for today i hope you guys enjoyed that Uh, lots of uh, things happening on my social media if you want to find me on social media you can search hula sd that's h-u-l-a-s-d Um, ask me questions on there. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Snapchat. I'm on TikTok. I'm all over the place. So follow me on social media. Hula SDL will follow you back. And um, also, if you um, would do me a favor and hit subscribe on the podcast uh, platform you're listening on, that would be great too, because this is a daily podcast uh, show as well. Other than that, I hope you all have a great weekend. Enjoy whatever you're doing and be safe out there, okay? Thanks for listening to Life with Hula, the podcast. Have a great day. Bye.